Today for This Needs to Be Said, we're talking with Attorney Brown in just a moment about guardianships. She is the law office of Marjorie J. Brown, ncestatelawfirm.com, so you want to check out that site. We're broadcasting live from Reddit 28 and NOTA here in Charlotte, North Carolina, so you definitely want to stop by there and relax, catch up with a friend, get a drink, and have a little hookah. <laughs> For some of you who don't know what that is, stop by Reddit 28 so you can find out. All right? We're going to take a short break and we're going to get back into our discussion or begin our discussion with Attorney Brown as we talk about guardianships. Why should you have them? Who needs it? And what it all is involved in that? We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back. often lose your keys, can't find your phone or car? I know I do. Make your life easier with the iHear 3.0. I-H-E-R-E. It's the only rechargeable key finder that helps you find all three, your keys, car, and phone. No battery replacements, easy to use, one-year warranty, and friendly customer service. It's on sale for $29.99 on Amazon.com. But for a limited time, get an extra $10 off for listening in. Use coupon code IHEAR333. That's I-H-E-R-E-333. I-H-E-R-E-333. Get yours today. Search less, live more. Do your kids love animals? If they do, there's a wonderful children's book they will love titled I Am Cheetah by author Stephanie J. Tier. I Am Cheetah is the first book in the Wild Animal Kids Club series dedicated to creating animal conservation awareness in a fun, fictional format for children ages 8 to 11. This chapter book series is filled with friendship, humor, cheetahs, and the magic of a child's imagination. I Am Cheetah is available now on Amazon. Learn more about the series at wildanimalkids.com. Audible offers the world's largest selection of digital audiobooks and spoken word content. You can listen anytime and anywhere to professionally narrated audiobooks across a wide range of genres. I'm offering a free trial, two free downloads for 30 days that you can keep. This is good for people who don't have time to read, or if you're living with someone who is vision impaired, or if you don't have time to read to your children. Give your eyes a rest. Just click on the banner at unique-pet-gear.com forward slash about-us. At SkinFD, we specialize in looking after your skin's health. So whether you want to free your body of common skin conditions or delay the signs of aging, our nature led by science, naturally derived plant-based skin care is what you need. Our unique blend of active ingredients help nourish, protect, and restore your skin's health. We pride ourselves in providing products that are primarily safe, of superior quality, and within budget for everyone. Visit SkinFD.com.
Thank you for tuning in today to This Needs to Be Said. We're broadcasting live from 2424 North Davidson Street at Red at 28 Noda location. So shouts out to Jazz Vincent, the owner, for allowing us to hang out here with him on today. Make sure you stop by. We're going to get started with our conversation with Attorney Marjorie Brown of ncestatelawfirm.com. And our topic today is guardianships. Hey, Marjorie, how are you? Hey, I'm doing good, thanks. How are you doing today? I am wonderful. I'm loving that it's spring. How about you? Oh, you know what? I'm so tired of that white stuff that was on the ground. <laughs> so, yes, I'm loving it. Even, even though there's pollen in the air and I'm taking all sorts of antihistamines and stuff, I'm good with that. I, I really am. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm taking all kind of <laughs> popping pills, spraying this and taking tissues with you, but you're okay. You're okay with it. Oh, yes. Yeah. So I, I can deal with that a whole lot better than that other stuff. So, yeah, I'm good. Oh, I'm really good. We. <laughs> the things we'll do <laughs> to avoid the snow. Hey, what you okay. got for us today? Well, today we're talking about guardianships. And basically, like you said, what are they, you know, when do you need one and why would you need one? And so, um, in general, my practice, uh, I I do elder law. And so I do one type of guardianship. But what I want to talk to uh, today about is the other type of guardianship as well, because you've got uh-huh. guardians of children and you've got guardians of adults. And both of those are court-appointed people. I deal mainly with okay. the guardians of adults, and I'll talk about that later. But okay. um, the well, guardians I'm going to turn children. over to you. Okay. Pardon? I said I'm going to turn it over to you. i got my pen and paper out so I can take okay. notes. Well, you know, why would you need a guardian of a child? Well, basically, that comes into play when there is no natural uh, parent of the child. So basically, you know, when people come in and they do wills and we talk to them about appointing a guardian or naming a guardian for for their child, it's when neither parent is alive at this point in time. And so somebody needs to be appointed to take care of your child. So um, basically... In North Carolina, what we have is we've got what's called the guardian of the person, the guardian of the estate, and the third type is the general guardian. The guardian of the person is the person who's basically taking care of the individual, making health care decisions, residence decisions, those types of school, education, all that type of thing. The guardian of the state is the person who's paying for all of these things, you know, medical, uh, school, all those types of things. They're the ones who are in charge of the money. And then there's a general guardian where they're in charge of the person and the estate. North Carolina likes there to be two different people. Uh, basically, it's a guardian of the estate and a guardian of the person for someone. So if you're in your will, you're naming a guardian for your child, we tend to say, okay, well, you know, can you name a guardian of the person and then a guardian of the estate? And there are times when the parents are like, no, I want one person to do it. That would be the general guardian. Okay, so, and if there is no choice, then the courts will will kind of default to that. But so basically with a, with a child, as I said, you've got in the absence of a surviving parent or, and this is where the law comes into play, a parent who has willfully abandoned the child, then the clerk is going to take over your will and give strong weight to the parent's wishes. Now, they're not going to rubber stamp what you say when you say, I want this person to be the guardian of my child, say, okay, they want that, that'll do it. No. They're going to take a look at this person, and they're going to look at their health. They're going to look at their finances. They're going to look at, basically, their stability and find out, is this the best person for your child? Because the court may find out that, nah, you know what, this, because of this person's health issues going on right now, they're not the best person for your child. And so we come back to the will, where we usually ask people to name at least two different people. So if you're naming a guardian of the person, can you name two different people, please? Because if the court doesn't like the first one, then we'd like you to have a second person to fall back on. And I know that sounds, you know, crazy with all these people that you may have to name, um, but this is your child you're thinking about and the well-being of your child. Yes, you can name one person as a general guardian and the state will if necessary, default to that because they're going to think that you know what's best for your child. But regardless, when you come into my office um, and when you go to any attorney's office, 
we'd like you to come in with a couple of names uh, to list on there. And when you're naming somebody as a guardian for your child, we've talked about um, this, I think, briefly beforehand, let's just say you name, um, you know, Joe and Mary Smith to be the guardian of your child. Thinking in your mind that it's really Mary that you want to be the, the mother for your child, well, if Mary dies and you haven't changed this, then Joe is the, now the guardian of your child. Or what happens if Joe and Mary get a divorce? So ask you to name one person. So if Mary was the person that you wanted to be the guardian for your child, then you name Mary as the guardian for your child. And I know that's a whole lot to throw at at one point in time, but the gist of it is, is that you need to name in a will or a document who you want to take care of your child in case you are no longer able to, okay, if you are no longer around, if you have died. Um, there's another type that we may get to um, in a little bit, but um, we, you need to do this. If you are out there and you're listening and you have a little one at home and you haven't done this, just think to yourself, do I want to be making this decision here or do I want the state to make this decision for my child? And who knows you best? Who knows what your belief system is? Who knows what you want for your child best? Who knows this better than you, not the state? So that's why we really, really, really want you to name a guardian for your child. So that covers really quickly the guardian of the children. And and understand, when... A guardian needs to be named for a child. You don't come to an estate lawyer. That's when you go to a family lawyer. So even if you have died and if there's a will and somebody's come to an estate lawyer to help them with the will, you're going to go to a family lawyer in order to get a guardian named for your child. So there's going to be more lawyers piled on top of this as it goes on, but, again, it's for the health and well-being of your child. So then the other type of guardian, that's the one that I deal with on a, on a regular basis, is guardians for the adults. So, you know, you ask yourself again, why would an adult need a guardian? You know, you look at yourself and you're thinking, I wouldn't need a guardian. Why, why would somebody name a guardian for myself? Well, if somebody has Alzheimer's or dementia and it's advanced or a mental illness, or basically any condition where they lack the capacity to manage their own affairs or to make important decisions concerning themselves or their property, that's when you need to have a guardian named. If, and I have to put this in there, if you don't have a power of attorney done. When I talk to people, I talk all the time about, for me, the most important document, the very first document that we would like you to do is a power of attorney because it keeps you from having to have a guardian named. Uh, uh, one one client that I had, her husband was in his 40s and had a massive stroke at a basketball game watching their kids play basketball. And they didn't have a power of attorney in place. And their account, bank accounts were separate, cell phone bills. She couldn't turn off the cell phone. He didn't die. You know, he just had a massive stroke. So she couldn't turn off the cell phone. She couldn't access the bank account to pay the mortgage. She couldn't do anything that had just his name on it because they didn't have a power of attorney in place. At that point, we had to go to court in order to request a guardian be appointed. So, you know, as you always say, I always like to tell stories. You know, another story, why would you need one? Um, I had one where... They discovered that the mom, who was really great at hiding what was going on, but she was going to the bank and withdrawing money and then going down to the bus station and handing her money away. So $20,000 later it's when they realized what was going on. And because there was no power of attorney in place, because there was no guardianship in place, I mean, again, we had to go and get a guardianship appointed to stop her from being able to access the money in her account. And I know it sounds crazy 
the, the steps that you have to take. But, again, these are things that we have to do to protect now adults who need protection. So we have to go to court, and we have to file a petition, and the court system will appoint someone to come out and interview that person. And they have to report to the court, basically, what would be best for that person and the best decisions for that person. And, again, we're back to that same issue. The court will then appoint a guardian of the person and then a guardian of the estate. Uh, they really don't like to be general guardians, especially for adults. They like to have two different people. Now, again, why do you want to have a power of attorney instead of a guardianship? Well, with a power of attorney, if somebody reaches the point where they can no longer make these decisions for themselves, then you can take that document and you can use that at the bank and you can use that where you need to in order to help them with the finances, make financial decisions, do things for them. Um, once you have a guardian of the estate appointed, that guardian of the estate has to, one, hire a lawyer <laughs> to basically overlook what they're doing during the year. They have to file a report at the end of each year showing how the money that they were in charge of was spent down to the penny. And they have to show receipts. They have to show canceled checks. And they have to uh, show that every penny that was spent was for, they're called the ward at that point, for their ward at that point, either their ward or their disabled child and sometimes the spouse. So now you get to the point where there's a whole lot more work that has to be done just because you don't have a power of attorney in place. Also, with the guardian of the state, you have to be bonded. If you have a power of attorney, no, you don't have to be bonded. But with the guardian of the state, you have to, one, have your credit good enough and then make sure you don't have a criminal history as well in order to be able to get a bond. And the bond is just that, that to make sure that if you do something stupid <laughs> or make a mistake with the money, that there's an insurance company out there that can help cover that amount. But you have to be able to get bonded. Uh, one one client that I have that I'm the guardian of his estate, I came to that position because, unfortunately, no one in the family could get bonded. And so you have a gentleman out here who need somebody to manage his finances, no one in the family can get bonded. So now that's somebody that I take care of their finances for. So let's see, where are we? So we're back to this, again, power of attorney, guardianship. Mm-hmm. So back, to, you mm-hmm. know, so power of I'm sorry? I was saying, mm-hmm, I'm just listening. Okay. <laughs> so uh, power of attorney, always the better option. But, again, unfortunately, sometimes it's too late. Sometimes the Alzheimer's or the dementia is too advanced. Sometimes the mental illness is too advanced where you can't do it. So, again, at that point, we're going to court and we're getting a guardian appointed. So now you've got a guardian of the person. You've got a guardian of the state appointed. The guardian of the person who is making their health decisions, their residential decisions, uh, they will sometimes have to also file a report with the state because they don't want them to just usually go off willy-nilly and – and, you know, take this person wherever. They want to make sure that this person is getting to the doctor, to the dentist, that this person is being taken care of like they need to be taken care of. Um, that's on the guardian of the person, guarding the state. They want to make sure somebody's managing the money. So you're reporting to the state every year with this. So how do you solve this? Again, like I said, with these competent adults, you get a power of attorney and a health care power of attorney. You try to get that in place beforehand so that you have somebody who can make health care decisions, residential decisions, and financial decisions for you so that we don't have to take this other route. The other one is for minor children. There is one other type of guardianship that I didn't mention earlier, uh, and that's called a standby guardian. North Carolina has what's called a standby guardianship, and that's only for parents or a parent who suffers from a chronic progressive illness 
or an irreversible fatal illness. So if you know that you have a condition where your ability to continue to care for your child is going to deteriorate, or if you know that you have a fatal illness, you can go ahead and ahead of time go to court and have a standby guardian appointed. That guardianship doesn't come into place until after you've reached that point of incapacity or after you've passed. But to me, that takes one big weight off of your shoulders if you're dealing with a chronic illness, progressive illness, or a fatal illness where you know that your little one is taken care of. Those decisions are made such that once you reach that point, that person can just step in and start taking care of your child, and you don't have to go through all these other steps. It does it ahead of time. So basically, again, the three types of guardianships that we've got going on is guardians of the children, I'm sorry, two types, <laughs> guardian of the children and guardian of the adults. Uh, but we've got our third standby guardianship that's out there as well. Do you have any questions real quick before I move on? Actually, I don't. I just had someone actually do that, that they know that they have a terminal illness, and they mm-hmm. asked someone that I know to be the godparent or the guardian of their child. So anyway, it's interesting that you bring that up. And mm-hmm. um, anyway, they're on the right track. So no, I just had a comment there. <laughs> Well, now, uh, just so that you know, godparent is not the same thing as guardian. Okay. Oh, okay. Let's talk about People that. think that, well, I've named this person my, my child's godparent, so they're going to take care of them. That That is has absolutely nothing to do with it. There's nothing in writing. There's nothing that the court has rubber stamped. So even oh, though okay. this person has named, the, named this person, you know, their child's godparent, that's not going to be enough to take care of it with the court system. So they can't just step in at that point. I wish it were that easy, but it's not. Um, and one of the reasons is is because godparents come and go. You do have good godparents. You have some godparents who really aren't there. And then you do have situations where there's a falling out in the family, and, you know, I don't want you to be my kid's godparent anymore. You know, you know what I mean? Right, so, right, right, right. So... The court has to come in, and there's paperwork and petitions. I mean, it's it's not a it's not a a rubber stamp thing, but it's paperwork and petitions that have to be filed, and you have to appear before the, the clerk of court, and you have to you know mm-hmm. present why. Just you know, even even when you have a guardian of a child, you know, named in a will. Mm-hmm. Not only do you present in the you know that the will says that they want this person. But then you also have to say, this is why this person is the better person for this, to, uh, to be the guardian for the child. So you have to prove that they have the health, that they have the standing. You know, if you name somebody as a guardian of the state and, you know, uh, they have had an unfortunate incident where they've gone to jail or their credit has gone bad, they won't qualify. They can't be that guardian of the state any longer because the, the courts won't allow them to be. Because they can't if they have bad credit, yes. Because you, in order to be again, like I said, guardian of the person is one thing. They don't take a look at that. Guardian of the estate, that's the person who takes care of the money. Mm -hmm. They have to be bonded. They have to go get a bond. And in order to get a bond, they take a look at your credit history. Wow. And they take a look at your criminal history. And. If your if you you know if your credit history is great but you've got a criminal background it's not going to happen. If you know your credit history sucks <laughs> but you have no criminal background it's still not going to happen because if your credit history is not all that great they're not going to put you in charge of somebody else's money. Mm-hmm. They're not going to trust you to be in charge of somebody else's money. Wow. So. That's that's interesting. Well, get your credit fixed. <laughs> wow. Well, yeah, that, I mean, it's more. Uh, you know, you don't realize for for more reasons than one. Not just the fact that you know you want the credit to be able mm-hmm. to do things, but if somebody has entrusted their child to you, mm-hmm. you may not be able to do it if your credit is not great, because you may not be able to get a bond. If you need a bond, if you if they, if you just named one person as general guardian then mm-hmm. 
at that point, the court may allow that person to be the guardian of the of, of the person. They'll be able to take care of your child, but they'll have to find somebody else to manage the money. Oh, wow. Well, that's in, all right. Well, we can move right on to the next thing. That, that That's, wow. Okay. I want you to be my I mean, child's I, I guardian, know. but I need to know what your credit looking like. <laughs> and, you know, I mean, honestly, really, I mean, that's a very good question. And it's one of these reasons why I tell people, especially with when they have children, young children, to take out your will every year, you know, whether it's, it's literally or figuratively, you take it out in your mind and you think, who I named as guardian for my child. And you think about that person, you think about how they're doing. How is their health? Mm-hmm. How are their mm-hmm. finances? You mm-hmm. know, how are, how are they doing? And do I need to name somebody else? Because in case something happens, you want to know, you want to be able to, you know, know in your soul that this person is going to be taking care of your child. Right. And it's not easy. Well, it, 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 it's not no. easy to find someone sometimes. Uh, you know, my my own child, I was telling her how somebody had asked me to be guardian of their children if something happened. And my my response was, well, yes. And she said, well, did you tell daddy? <laughs> you know, I never really thought about it. Wow. And so they asked me. They asked me. And so she said, but you can't just have somebody show up at the doorstep with a kid and say, guess what? And I said, yes, you can because there are people who name other people as guardians of their children without telling them. Wow. You know, there have been movies like that. <laughs> but wow. if that person has the option at that point in time to say yes or no, they have that yeah. option at that yeah. point in time to say yes or no. So, you know, so guardian children, take a look at your will every year, if you, you know. And think, is mm-hmm. this the best person for this decision? And then decide whether or not you need to make a change. And if you need to make a change, please, 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 don't take a pencil or a pen and cross it out on the will and write somebody else's name, okay? Because once you do that, that invalidates that entire document such that you no longer have a will. There's a thing called a codicil to your will that is called an addition that we can go and make changes with that without having to draft a whole new will. But I tell my clients, I tell my, whether they are young or whether or not they are seniors, do not cross things out and write what you want on the on your will because now we have to do it all over again. And that takes you to a whole different cost versus just a codicil to your will. Mm-hmm. So, so let's just say, so, you know, again, we've taken care of the kids' issues, moving back to the adults. So you take a look at, you know, your family, and you look at the people in your family, and you think, you know, um, do you have this in place, and why do we need to have this in place? And in all honesty, you know, once once we explain to people why it's better to have a power of attorney in place than to go do a guardianship, they seem to be more agreeable to it because, number one, for guardianship, that person has to be declared incompetent by the state of North Carolina. So you have to be willing to sit across from your family member and be able to say, no, I don't think you are competent any longer. Well, once a guardian is named for somebody and they've been declared incompetent, uh, if they have a driver's license, that's revoked. Uh I know at one point in time, the state of North Carolina was talking about revoking, if somebody is incompetent, their right to vote. Um, There are so many things that go into play where a guardianship is concerned. So talk to your family members. Ask them, do you have a power of attorney in place? If they say, no, I don't want to turn that all over to somebody, Tell them there are different ways that we can do a power of attorney where it doesn't happen immediately. But tell them if they don't, they're looking at their family members having to pay, you know, possibly at least 10 times the cost of a power of attorney to have an attorney go to court and have them declared incompetent. And then their family member has to pay the attorney to look over their shoulder every year. And that their family member has to file a report 
every year and save all the receipts and save all the checks so that they can prove to the court that they're not using the money for themselves. So the solution for me, while we're learning about guardians, guardianships and the types, for guardians of the children is put it in a will. Put it in a will, put it in a will, put it in a will. If I can say it ten times, I would, but put it in a will. For adults. I got it. Understood. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Okay. And, you know, and even, okay, now let me also add, even if you don't have a full will, you can write it out that this is who I want to be and have it notarized and have it witnessed. You can write that out. We have freestanding, you know, naming of a guardian of a child. So if you don't want, if you don't have the whole will, you can still potentially just do a freestanding naming of a guardian of a child. But get it down, get it signed, get it notarized, get it witnessed, get it, get it written down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. God, godparents not going to do it. They can step up and say, "I'm the godparent," and the court will say, "That's nice." <laughs> um, you can get in line with anybody else who wants to be guardian of this child. For adults, it's get the power of attorney in place. Again, if I can say it ten times, I would. But get a power of attorney in place. We've discussed them before. You know, you've got the one that goes into place immediately, and you've got a springing one. That's the one that, you know, a lot of people do. It only comes into place when you have an incapacity. But get it in place so that you're not having to go, have your family members go to court to have you declared incompetent. I have a client now who was devastated that she was declared incompetent by the state of North Carolina. Mm-hmm. She's completely devastated. Mm-hmm. And the person who took her to court in order to have this done had, you know, her best interest in heart. She no longer speaks to that person because her dementia was, you know, I won't say it was up to that point, but, you know, good days and bad days. And... On bad days, she needs all the help she can get. You just don't know when those are when those are going to happen. And so the court had to go ahead and declare her incompetence for her own protection. So it's not an easy thing, but sometimes it's necessary. But again, like I said, get a power of attorney in place. <laughs> Mhm, mhm. We got it. We got it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, because I'm gonna ask one more time. What was it I said to do? Get, <laughs> get that get power paper. in place. <laughs> get it on paper. Get it in place. Get that power attorney in place. If you yeah, know, you write no If you want to doodle it, do TOA over and over again. Doodle it and doodle it so that you remember. Hey, you get the power attorney in place. And if you have a, if you have a chronic progressive illness or if you have a fatal illness and you've got uh, a little one at home when I say little one that means anyone under the age of 18 Okay. you can take a lot of the worry and strain off of yourself right now by getting a standby guardianship done All right. Ooh, okay. Keeping yourself organized. I just POA, POA, PO that's the word for the exactly. Okay. <laughs> I got it. But just keeping keeping your affairs in order and staying on top of it, you know, just boy, we could stay busy keeping our own business minding our own business literally, right? So here yeah. we are talking with Marjorie Brown, uh attorney, a state planning attorney with ncstatelawfirm.com, dot com and she's POA. Power of attorney. She's drilling it in our heads. Make sure that we cover ourselves, take care of our family, let them know, you know, that we care about them by having our affairs in order. And that's that's a task that a lot of us will, you know, push off as if we have a whole lot more time. So uh, each month that you come, you share with us the, the value and the importance of that. Now, as we're about to wrap up, I want to make sure we've covered everything you wanted to cover for today. And if you have, what are your closing um, remarks for today? 
I think I said it, if I could say it ten times, I would for each one. If you have a child, write it down. Get it in a will. Write it down who you want your child's guardian to be. If you're an adult, get a POA. Get a POA, get a POA. And if you have a chronic progressive illness or fatal illness and you have a child, then look at doing a standby guardianship so that's taken care of. Okay. All right. Well, they can reach you, North Carolina State Law Firm.com. And what's your phone number? Um, office number is 704-795-9455. And, okay, like I'm repeating stuff again, 704-795-9455. And uh, like you said before, my website is www.ncestatelawfirm.com. All right. Until next time. And I don't want to put you on the spot, but I'm going to do it. What are we talking about next month? (laughs) I know. Next month we're going to be talking about basically um, elder care decisions. What options are there? Is it just just nursing home or what other options are there for me? Gotcha. Elder care options. All right. Well, thank you so much, and we'll see you next month. All right. Thank you. See you then. Are you worried about job, money, retirement, and the future? Are you unable to get that dream house, dream car, and dream vacation that you deserve and desire? The solution is very simple. It's time to be your own boss. Create the lifestyle that you deserve and desire with only 60 to 90 minutes of work each day. Are you ready for your freedom? Join our SFI team at sfiassociate.com. Be an action taker and not an excuse maker. You're the only one responsible for your success. Join us today at sfiassociate.com. Do you ever wake up, look in the mirror, and think, wow, look at those dark bags under my eyes. It looks like I've been punched. You're not alone, and that's why we created Punch Skincare Products. We specialize in skin repair, including eye cream to remove those dark circles and a deep nighttime moisturizing cream. To learn more about our products and order, go to punchskincare.com. That's punchskincare.com. Have you stopped by thisneedstobesaid.com? What are you waiting for? We are running our This Needs to Be Said TV campaign, and all we need is $1 from you. Thisneedstobesaid.com is going to show you who our hosts are so you can get to know them and know their websites and their businesses, as well as we have a job board. Sign up for our free phone app. There's so much to do out at thisneedstobesaid.com. Don't wait any longer. Head on over to thisneedstobesaid.com. Abella Publishing presents Atiki the Hunter. It's a journey as Atiki and his magical dust can transform anyone into any animal in the forest. Atiki is the first African-American action hero, and he wants you and your child to join him on his adventure. This book is beautifully illustrated and gets children excited about reading. Visit www.abellapublishing.com to get a copy for your child today and be a part of this wonderful world of Atiki. www.abellapublishing.com is where you can order today. Would you like to know the future? If you're looking for answers and you want an honest yet compassionate psychic reading, go to psychicalexa.com. Services include tarot, numerology, pendulum, and Reiki. Readings available in Saratoga Springs, New York, over the phone, or via Skype. Go to psychicalexa.com. When it comes to nutrition, one size does not fit all. At ID Life, we understand that no two people are alike. You simply take a free, thorough, confidential, HIPAA-compliant online assessment based on your diet, lifestyle, 
body type, physical condition, health issues, and medications, and you receive your personalized supplement recommendation backed by independent third-party medical and scientific studies that you can verify and use yourself. It's that easy. Visit idlifepgh.com to take your online assessment. Would you like an excellent way to start your breakfast? Introducing Egg Poacher Pods, the healthier way to poach your eggs. Poaching an egg the traditional way in vigorously boiling water can cause the egg white to splutter out and the yolk can easily break. Also, timing a poached egg in boiling water can be very difficult. This pod protects the egg from the tumbling action of boiling water, yet conducts the right amount of heat. The result is a perfectly cooked and delicate tasting egg. To make the perfect poached eggs, get your set of three pods at tinyurl.com forward slash md9yh5j. That's tinyurl.com forward slash md9yh5j. When you purchase, you'll have access to the free ebook, How to Prepare a Mediterranean Salad. As a parent, are you concerned that your kids or teens lack the financial intelligence skills to become successful? Would you like them to learn about business and finance? Look no further. For the 18th year, Future Investor Clubs of America will be hosting its Young Investors Wall Street Summer Camps for students ages 8 through 19. Campers learn about saving, investing, money management, and more. Students also participate in daily financial field trips to college business schools, financial service institutions, and major corporations. To learn more, visit www.ficacamps.com. That's F-I-C-A camps.com or call 888-320-9990.
guaranteed savings with every service, all through main industry providers, Centerpoint Energy, Sprint, Verizon, Dish, DirecTV, ADT. ACN has been on Forbes, Wall Street Journal, Success Magazine. It's in over 49 states, 24 countries, and four continents. Has been on NBC's Celebrity Apprentice two times. Visit ebwhitaker.acndirect.com. Ladies and gentlemen, do you have wrinkles, crow's feet, under eye puffiness, or bags? If so, check out this website, anotherflawlessface.com. They've got a product that will take all of that away within two minutes. That's right, instant results. Anotherflawlessface.com. Watch as your flaws disappear within minutes. They also have other phenomenal health and beauty products, so go check it out. Anotherflawlessface.com. Experience what it's like to be flawless. I'm Darren Marlar, and this is your Daily Dose of Weird News. A British Airways flight that was traveling to Dubai last week instead returned to England when a bad-smelling deposit in the toilet made continuing to the final destination impossible. Wow, that whole British World War II-era stiff-upper-lip business, that's pretty much gone out the window, huh? The fight of the century. It's scheduled for May 15th. According to Time Magazine, Mitt Romney will enter the ring to battle Evander Holyfield in Salt Lake City. Yes, you heard that right. Romney, the former Massachusetts governor, and Holyfield, the five-time heavyweight title holder, are going to lace up gloves and duke it out in a charity exhibition. However, Romney has no delusions about actually winning this contest. Romney told the Salt Lake City Tribune, it'll either be a very short fight or I'll be knocked unconscious. A portion of the proceeds will help support Charity Vision, which provides doctors and facilities in poverty-stricken areas with equipment and resources to carry out eye operations. If you're taking on Evander Holyfield in the ring, you'd better be ready for your own eye operations. The only way that Mick can win this is to continually go after Evander's weak spot. Go for the ear! Go for the ear! Scientists say that due to the Earth's tilt this year's spring will be shorter than last year's, and for the next 6,000, they will continue to get shorter while summer keeps getting longer, until it just becomes sprummer. British retailer Very First Two is offering something extravagant for Easter. Their $49,000 hand-carved chocolate Easter bunny weighs 11 pounds and has diamond eyes. It also comes with three chocolate eggs decorated with gold leaf. Boy, you know, if that doesn't just scream, Jesus loves me and died for me and has risen from the dead, I don't know what does. During a speech in Cleveland, President Obama suggested that voting should be mandatory or people should face fines for not doing it. This from the guy who missed 314 of the 13,000 roll call votes while in the Senate. Asked what the new net neutrality rules mean, FCC Chairman Tom Wheeler replied, We don't really know. Huh, that's funny. We had the same answer to the question, Why are we letting the FCC run the Internet? Police in St. Clair Shores, Michigan, say a group of five teenage girls stole the tip jar at a Dairy Queen one day recently, and they committed their crime on Free Cone Day, when the store was giving away free ice cream cones. Owner Liz Hope says the girls fled, and other customers took photos of them, their getaway car, and the car's plates. The photos alone may have been enough to lead police to the girls, but then the five girls posted a video clip of themselves in the car, waving what appears to be cash from the robbery to Snapchat. The caption reads, Robbed Dairy Queen Tip Jar. They sent it to all of their friends. Be looking to hear more about these girls in a future news story when we present a Darwin Award. Former Baywatch star Nicole Eggert has created a surprising new career for herself. According to a profile on Oprah's Where Are They Now, Eggert now drives around in an ice cream truck. 
It's actually more of an ice cream shop on wheels. Of her business, Scoops, Eggert says, I always kind of dreamed of having something like this for the birthday parties that I planned for my oldest daughter. There just never was anything out there like that. Uh, we already have ice cream trucks playing their tunes around the neighborhoods. What we need is a breakfast truck. We should call it Bacon and Eggert's. No? Uh, okay, all right, sorry. That's your Daily Dose of Weird News. I'm Darren Marlar. Get more weird news at DailyDoseOfWeirdNews.com. While you're there, you can also join the Daily Dose of Weird News Facebook group to see other weird news stories, or you can post your own. Download the free Daily Dose of Weird News app for Apple or Android. Sign up for my newsletter. Visit me on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn. Check out audiobooks that I have voiced and more. It's all in one place. DailyDoseOfWeirdNews.com. Until next time, keep it real. Weird. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you've gained something from what has been shared. Special thanks to the creators of the TNTBS jingle. It was written by Lamont Champ Josie and composed by Robert Jenkins. Thank you to everyone who supports us by downloading the phone app at thisneedstobesaid.com, by commenting on the TNTBS talk show fan page on Facebook, by retweeting us on Twitter at TNTBS, by also sharing this show with your friends. Thank you for logging in through your computer, as well as calling in to listen on the phone lines. Now go out and tell more people about this great show. If you thought the show sucked, tell them anyway. Bad news travels fast is what I'm told. Either way, tell them to tune in each weekday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're always looking for new guest commentators, awesome topics, and most of all, we want your opinion. Visit us at www.thisneedstobesaid.com. We'd love to hear from you. There's an elephant in the room. You were thinking it, so we're going to talk about it. Until we meet again in the same place at the same time, have a super day.